Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Little discombobulated, just getting set up because we got into the whole plant discussion, the plant based meat discussion with yeah. the weekly dishers. Well, where do you, where do you come down on it, mom? Well, I don't know. I haven't been to that restaurant yet. Oh, to I like, Stock and Spade. I like right, the new place burgers, in Wyzetta. But I didn't get exactly what she said about, she was saying something about the Impossible Burgers that they're not helping. I didn't understand if they're not helping the environment well, or what yeah. it is. Yeah, go back and listen to the podcast yeah, of the I Weekly Dish. Listen. That's what I'd say. No, no, no. We won't go down to that hole. But there, ha- there is this whole. You had the guy on from Impossible Burgers mm-hmm. on your didn't, no, no, no not he? the Impossible Burger guy. So Purus, Purus okay. Protein. I mean, oh. here's where it gets really like in the weeds. So to make a non-meat from an animal burger, you got what's in it, right? So you need something that makes, you know, that is like the substance of it. Yeah. And one of the things is often pea protein. And there is a company based here called Purus, which makes the pea protein. Now, let me tell you something. The guy, the CEO, Tyler Lorenzen, I shouldn't be saying this, but he's very cute. Yes. He's very cute. (laughs) (laughs) He's a a former NFL. He's a former football player. Yeah. And he, like, when he um, says, when he throws out names like Tom, he's talking Brady. Oh, you know, of course. And uh, and he kind of runs in that crowd and he runs that company and they're a big deal. And they provide their pea protein to companies like uh, Impossible Impossible Burgers. That's a very I will say I did on our Twin Cities business podcast on By All Means, um, which you can get on podcast one. I Um, listen to it. We had Tyler Lorenzen on and he talked about it. But, yeah, there is this whole confusion over the whole like, is it about the environment? Is it about health? What is it really about? Bottom line here in Minnesota, in YZ, new concept called Stock and Spade. It's all plant. It's a burger joint. That's yeah. all plant based. So okay. every the the chicken, the meat, the cheese, nothing. Well, there's no dairy. Obviously, they just opened Thursday, and you of course got a preview because you're so close with Stephanie March. You know, well, I was not invited. She for once actually mm. wanted my opinion. Oh, yes. It doesn't happen very often. No. She yeah. doesn't really think a lot of my food opinions. No, I, gee, but I can't when it comes why. to a veggie burger, then she actually wants to know what this I veg had. I have to say, I've had Beyond Burgers and I've had Impossible Burgers and I like Impossible Burgers better. Oh, I, get, I feel like they taste more like a hamburger than... Mm-hmm. That's my opinion, and what I, and, do I know? and see, I and the the interesting thing is, a lot of the plant based burgers are trying to be more meat like. As a longtime vegetarian, you I don't actually want them am not, to be. No, I don't but like Ellie, Impossible Burger because know? it tastes more know, like meat. But it, you don't know what meat tastes like. But you know the smells, and you know the. But you do you not know. know what it tastes like. Even I as a kid, have I made you try certain things, but I don't ever remember you eating meat. Right? I mean, like a hamburger. Right, and, and then you, you dragged salmon? me to the pediatrician and yeah, thought I was going to be... Yeah, you tried salmon and you had dry heaves. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I thought, no, I better All right, do that TMI, <laughs> TMI. Anyway, it is open, it is fun. Stephanie March from The Weekly Dish wrote an absolutely oh. hilarious 
preview the of Stock and yes. Spade. Worth whether or not you want to eat or try pl- a plant based burger, you got to read what she wrote. It's at mspmag.com. And yeah, that was it was fun to to get out and do that this week. And what a great day to be out in Wyzetta or shopping a Beautiful. neighborhood. It is so nice out. I feel like this week the floodgates just opened. Like there were so many announcements of new stores. Things are really picking up. Things are starting yeah. to happen. Does it scare you at all? In what regard? In, in terms of going, you mean yeah, being uh, out? Uh, go, yes. Well, when I you've mean, been locked up for so long, I, I need baby steps. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. But I just mean, it's nice to see that businesses are rebounding. Right. That, Absolutely. That, you know, that retailers are saying, yep, we're going to take a chance on the Twin Cities. We're going to open a new store or restaurant or whatever it is. Yeah. I think those are good signs. Oh, absolutely. It doesn't mean, you know, you have to go to every single one immediately and you could, you know, take things out or whatever. Yeah. But um, I did stop in Brook and Lou yesterday oh. at Nolan. That's the latest arrival yeah, at I Nolan, Maine. I did not know them. 50th in France. So that is, I think, haven't we had Brie Hamill on the show? I think we have. So she's a very established uh, interior designer who then decided she was going to create her own home decor line. She's based here. She has a whole team here. Very successful. And so Brooke and Lou is her home decor line. And she is doing a six-month pop-up to test the waters. So at then she may stay or she may not, depending. Right. It's quite small. Smaller than I was expecting. But again, it's a pop-up. Where and is it? Um, so it's all on... Okay, Market Street. The, yeah. Market Street, which is literally the street behind 50th. Behind D'Amico, that's the easiest way for me to think of it. Yeah, yeah. for for people who are familiar with what 50th and France looked like before that whole development came. Yeah, it's like if you were in what used to be the D'Amico parking lot, that is now the Nolan Mains development. I was actually with a friend who hadn't been over there at all, and was like, I had no idea this stuff was behind here. And I said, yep, that's the challenge. Right. You know, that, I mean, once you see it, I mean, there's a whole row of stores, all local. That's where Dugo is. That's where Scout is, which is a really... Great store, right? Flirt, Stranger and Co. All those stores Six are back there, but you have to know to walk back that way. But that ice cream place is going to open yes. too. This, what is it called? The what Sweet science? science? Sweet science. Yes, and I think that'll help. The Lynn Hall is back yeah. there too. People yeah. are finding that. So anyway, Brooklyn Lou is open. Small, not inexpensive, but very cute and fresh. You know, pillows and accessories and things like that. So that was fun to see. And then the big scoop this week, the big announcement, yeah. is that Nolan Mains scored their first national fashion brand. So I far didn't know that they wanted to do that, but. Well, you know, here's the deal. Originally, they expected it to be like half and half. Oh, okay. Then the pandemic happened and nobody was signing leases right. and everybody just sort of put the brakes on everything. And they found that the locals were more willing to take a chance, especially if the terms were right. Sure. Now the nationals are saying, you know what? People are coming back to stores. We still believe the store experience is important. So they signed Billy Reed. Billy Reed is is a big deal. It is a pretty big deal. Yeah, Yeah, it's a first store in the Twin Cities. If you're not familiar, Billy Reed is a a fashion brand. Um, Billy actually lives in um, the South in Louisiana. Um, It's kind of, you know, modern classics. He's probably better known for menswear. 
but he does he's both. in GQ all the time, but he does women's as well. You know, price points probably start in like the 150 range. I mean, these are better pieces. Sure. These are, you know, cashmere sweaters and, you know, tailored jackets and things like that that you're going to have for a while. It's and, not super trendy. Yeah. And there were certainly other places that would have liked to have had Billy. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding? I mean, yeah. that's why it's such a big get yeah. that they decided to go. And I so I spoke to Billy himself this week. And well, there's he, a real Billy Reed. Billy Reed is a man. Okay. He is a person. Well, he is an actual person. And he's a person who <laughs> has who knows a lot of ups and downs. He used his fashion brand used to be called William Reed. He was a little more formal back when he was in New York. He had this huge triumph of a show on September 10th of 2001. And everybody was going crazy. And he was going, this was going to be his big break. And then 9-11 happened and his company folded a few. Oh my goodness. The orders didn't come in. And he moved to Louisiana where his wife was from, started over, opened his first store in New York in 2008, the very day that the stock market crashed. Oh my goodness. I mean, he, this guy has had had a lot of bad luck. And and as a result, I think it just sort of really has helped him put things in perspective. And he's like, pandemic, Okay, you know, we'll ride it out. And it makes you decide, you know what, let's be more friendly. We'll become Billy Reed. Exactly. So, yeah. So he's been Billy Reed for a while. He's got 15 stores. This is the first one in Minnesota. The closest one to our market is Chicago. Most of them are in the South. They do carry his product at, at Martin Patrick. Three. They do. And yes. will they continue to? Even they with will. This open? They will. In fact, he said generally it helps like the more recognition sure. in a market than more people who are interested yeah. in it. That makes but sense. But yeah, I mean, the fact that he said his stores do better in neighborhoods. He liked the charm of 50th in France. Nolan Maines went after him, you know, aggressively. And so, yeah. He, so do you think there'll be more national companies coming? I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I think if he does well, and now that Nolan Means can say, yeah, we've got that, they have another restaurant that they'll be announcing soon. And um, I didn't realize just how big that area is back there. There's still How several spaces yeah, available. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize that. But I do think also it just speaks to the way people want to shop. And, you know, this is a moment for neighborhood outdoor shopping. People yeah. feel good about boutiques. And I think the malls are facing a much longer period of yeah. recovery. But we do have some announcements at malls, too. And we'll talk about those when we get back. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Thank you for joining us today. This, I'm really excited to tell you about, Mom. I don't oh. know if you've heard about this yet, but there is a grand opening happening today, downtown Minneapolis. Downtown and this just makes my heart happy. A grand to opening hear this. of what? A store. No. A store, an actual retail store what opening. Store? In IDS, in the IDS Center, it's the Sista Co-op, and it is part of, um, do you remember talking pre-pandemic about chameleon shops? So chameleon shops is this was this um, program started by um, the Minneapolis Downtown Council, and the idea was to promote small business owners, um, black and minority business owners, and to get some of those open Skyway spaces oh, filled right. and get them into downtown spaces to, you know, to to, to get things started, sure. to launch them. 
Um, it was quite successful. It, it, there were some retailers who did it, some small businesses who participated in chameleon shops and came away quite happy. But of course, it was all sort of put on hold over the last year yeah. and a half. Um, so this is the first one, Sister Co-op, that's S-I-S-T-A-H, Sister Co-op. It's a business collaboration operated by and for entrepreneurs of color. Co-founded by Sabrina Jones, who is the owner of SNJ Creations. She does body love products. It's, oh. um, yeah, body products, you know, um, yeah. beauty. Um, and then Angela Lamb Onia, I might be pronouncing her name wrong. Um, and they both have, it will be beauty, it will be self-care, it will be, um, you know, gifts and other small items. And it is uh, opening today. Oh, They're having a great. grand opening. They're going to have some giveaways and um, and a little some fashion shows and things going on. And then their regular hours will be Tuesday through Friday, Tuesday through Friday, weekends will be open for events, Mondays by appointment. Is it a big space? Do you know? You know, I, I've i seen pictures. I'm I'm hoping to, to scoot over there and check it out. I've seen pictures and I think it's what on the Skyway level, what used to be like the Rocco Altabelli space. I think oh. that's what it is, which would be set up well yeah. for a beauty product. I think I think I have that right. So, yeah, a good, decent sized space. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's exciting because the Skyways have, I, I know the businesses there have not been able to survive for the most part. It's been tough going. Yeah. Yes. So good to see some 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 new um, energy coming in. Good to see a great opportunity for some local small business owners. Um, a lot of people want to be out there supporting BIPOC businesses. This would be a great way to do it and worth making a, a trip. You know, go take your afternoon walk on Nicollet Mall instead of yeah. walking around a lake. Go do that. You know, go take a walk. Maybe the farmer's market is going to start up soon. Oh. You know, oh, yes. and then go in and check out this store, and hopefully there will be more to come. Good. I'm okay, gonna that's exciting. Excuse Bless me. You. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, then an announcement at Galleria. So you know uh, Restoration Hardware obviously moved out yep. quite a while ago now, moved over with their ginormous mansion Has in the Southdale parking lot. through all of this? Whole time, yes. They absolutely. never closed the restaurant, too? I don't know if, I mean, the restaurant probably closed for a time, but I mean, it's all open now. Yeah. And that's well, a really big story. You can easily socially distance yeah, well, in there. True. Yes. You yeah. could have your own wing. Oh, in and that you could store. eat outside because they have oh, such a gorgeous oh, patio. That sounds lovely. Oh, Wouldn't that be a lovely thing to want to do? Maybe right that now? will be my first. I still haven't been at a restaurant. You know that. Maybe our husbands should take us there on Mother's Day. It's probably already sold out. I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Could we just pause and make a quick call? In case Shoot, now listening. we've given the idea and everyone else is going to take it. But yeah. anyway, the restoration hardware space at Galleria, where they used to be, right. that's a pretty good Big size space, space. right? Yes. And that's been sitting empty. Galleria had started to activate it for events, if you recall. Yes, Did you go I to was a fashion a, show? Yes, that, I was at a fashion show there yes. right before all this happened. Um, so they've made use of it, but obviously looking for the next um, tenant. And now we know what it's going to be. That's it da, 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 da. is Rejuvenation Lighting. 
which people who it is that's another um, national, you know, home brand, pretty good get for the Galleria, certainly right in line. And they're going to take focus up on home the whole design. space. They're taking the whole space. Yeah. Well, that's the signs be, went up this week. That'll, that'll light it up. <laughs> oh, good one, Mom. Yes. So that's coming soon. That's and good. then um, they still don't know what they're doing with Gabbard space in terms of if it's going to. If they're trying to get so one tenant. Okay, so that's a very, very interesting question. So if you go back to, again, pre-pandemic days of 2019, when Heinz, the national company that owns Galleria now, um, when they put the Galleria on the market, they were ready to sell it. And part of their pitch was whoever bought it would have this huge opportunity. They had blueprints of how that space the gabbard space could be the base for a um like a a building like a tall building that would go up it could be like another hotel it could be apartments it could like they were pitching it like you could do something big with that square footage and so i think they sort of purposely left it thinking that whoever bought it would want it then pandemic took the gallery off the market i don't know they're 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 not talking. They don't want to tell me. Huh. I said you really should just you know give me the advance information. So I'll they, keep working on yeah, it. Yeah, I hope they don't want to put a tall apartment building or so. I feel like that's all. What that would you like happens. to see there? What I mean, if you if you think about that well, space not being chopped up into little stores, but being some sort of something bigger, you yeah, know, like an I remember anchor store. When they first were, you know, when it first came out that they were selling, there was a rumor for a while that maybe Saks Fifth Avenue oh, or Nordstrom I don't see you know, that would, happening. would, you know, come yeah. there. But yeah, it'd be nice, but I doubt that that will happen. I doubt it. The too. other thing that I heard that that was upsetting to me, I had known that the Dinah Theater obviously was closed during yes. the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was closed, closed permanently. Yes, that, where did you that, hear that? I heard that from of the. I think she's the editor in chief of Twin <laughs> Cities Business. Yeah, and wrote a story this week about yeah. leasing at at Fiftieth in France, and um, that was a shocker to me. Yeah, because I can't imagine there not being movie theaters there. That is such a part of the neighborhood. Well, we are creatures of habit. It is a nice attraction <laughs> and a longtime fixture at 50th and France, but landmark cinemas, yeah, which operated the Dinah Theater yeah. and Lagoon, they're gone. I mean, they gave it up. They are out of that space and they are not coming back. Which I did not realize. And so the local um, landlord is looking and trying very hard. If anyone wants to operate a four-screen movie theater, it's up for grabs. But there are not movies. The movie business is not coming back. You don't think that that's going to come back? Just as stores and other things do? People are dying to go to movies and have their popcorn and all that. Um, I think the movie theater business has been forever changed and damaged by this. I think a lot of people are really quite happy to watch their movies at home. I don't think you're totally right. All right, so call in. Let us know. Am I wrong? We'll talk more about that. And I'll tell you about another opening next on Shop Girls. We're so 
solving all the world's big consumer dilemmas here <laughs> on Shop Girls. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Thanks for tuning in. We were talking about the future of movie theaters. Are you are you anxious to go back to a movie theater? Have you been missing that? Have you been back? Was it everything that you wanted? And Or are you like, you know what? I've re- really gotten used to watching new releases at home, and I'm really good with that. Did, 651-641-1071 is did our number. Did you hear Frances McDormand when she won the Oscar? Yeah. When she talked about, you know, we need to see movies on the biggest screens possible. And, you, you know, said like, that in her acceptance speech? Yeah. And I missed like, that. basically, you know, please come back to the movies. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And I mean, there is a difference with certain movies, obviously, oh, sure. when you see them on a big screen. Well, I mean, to me, I guess there there's just the complete and total, like, immersiveness of, like, I'm not going to also pay a bill on the side the phone doesn't ring right my kids aren't going to ask me or something i'm not there's something about just really being you know in what? the moment there's there's good and bad like we were watching actually it was a it was a uh it it was a series i guess it wasn't a movie the other night and we were eating while we were watching it mm-hmm. and then i really wanted to go put the food away and so i said <laughs> let's pause it and do, or you know suddenly you have to go to the bathroom there's certain yes. times yeah. that it's nice yeah. but an evening out of being able to go yeah. to a movie theater and There's get a bite to eat that. or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I do, would, maybe you should buy the Dynamo. Oh, theater. absolutely. <laughs> maybe you could bring it back. Yeah, I'm going to have to, yeah. Make uh, it everything you make want. A collection. Yeah. Do but that. I think part of the, the tricky part, though, especially we were talking about the fact that Landmark Cinemas is not returning to the Dynamo movie theater. It's not just closed because of the pandemic, it's right. closed because they're gone. And so the but landlord. That is why it closed. Isn't yeah. It, I mean, the landlord is. Yes, yes, yes. Of course, the landlord's looking for a new. They're hoping to keep it a movie theater. The city of Edina desperately wants it to stay a movie theater, but they were saying that it's just really hard. There are not a lot of companies that want a four-screen theater. They either want a one-screen theater, like the Uptown or something, you know, to be like an art house, or they want a suburban multiplex where they can really make money, where they can sell more popcorn. Sarah's on the line with a comment on movie theaters. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Have you been back to the movies yet? I have not. Instead, I bought a projector for my house. Oh, a projector. Oh. And how's that? Do you do you miss theaters at all? Um, you know, I don't, and that, which is strange because I was one of those people who went to them quite frequently. Um, but this is allowing me to watch movies with my child more often. Um, so we project them up on a big screen or on the wall, and we can watch movie releases at home with the whole movie theater experience, and it's not quite so expensive as it would be to take him out to a theater. Yeah, totally. And, and I will say, I think sometimes the popcorn you make at home, I made popcorn last night, it's better. It's much better. With, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Well, that's a fun idea, Sarah. Thanks for calling. Thanks for sharing that. I, I know um, one of my son's friends also has a projector like Sarah, and they were doing movies outside, you know, oh, last sure. summer, you know, doing it like in the backyard up against their house. And it was like the coolest thing. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that. Or people put like a sheet up, yeah. you know, on with poles. Yeah. And... Hope, what about you? Are you have you been back to a theater yet? I have not. Do you and miss it? I don't think I really miss it. But like more the more we talk about it, like it is like a different experience and feeling about it so like i hope they do come back yes 
but yeah. I can't really say I'm missing it. Yeah. Don't well, you think- so, somebody is looking and so at the at the Edina Theater right now. I can tell you that. Oh, somebody so, that will yes, keep there the is movie somebody theater? who's looking. So oh, let's hope. hope. And then the other big one that I can tell you this. Okay. Someone I don't know who we can take our guesses, but someone a national retailer is looking at the Sir Latab spot oh. at the corner of fifty. You know, the Sir Latab went bankrupt right. last year, and among the stores they closed, they didn't close all their stores, but yeah. among the ones they closed was fiftieth. But France. we don't know if it's a home kind of. We don't, we don't know, know what yet. kind. We don't know. They don't want what to jinx the, the deal. Well, what is the woman's name? Susan. That, Susan Hogland, who owns Susan um, Hogland. If you're listening, you can tell us. <laughs> she's lovely. She runs at Home and Company uh-huh. um, on Fiftieth, and with her dog, her adorable dog, who is her um, uh, head of HR, and is oh, always at the store with probably her. does a better job than some people would. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. Um, but she owns, in addition to owning her store, she owns several buildings, and so those are her property. So Ooh. that's all in an article that I published at tcbmag.com. If you want more of the scoop of what's going on it at 50th and kind of the the changing of the guard yeah um, big difference on 50th yeah yeah more things happening meanwhile um mall of america had an opening this one long time in coming um announced a couple of years ago that m&m's was going to open a I store i didn't remember oh, that, didn't? that they were going to do yeah. that maybe and so, that's where i can get the dark m&m peanuts like dark chocolate m&m peanuts i can never find them anywhere just okay. wanted to put that out there. No, you can't. Because I'm telling you, you know, they now have 7 million kinds of m and There are a lot of varieties. Oh, not a lot. Yes. There are 7 million. And you cannot, they they don't make everything in dark chocolate. They make dark chocolate M&M's. Uh-huh. I prefer, as does my husband, yes. the dark chocolate M&M peanuts. Dark chocolate m and You cannot M&M find them. Really? Target has all these M&M's, no dark chocolate ones. I bet you anything we're going to get emails now from someone who shops in some random store well, who knows where you I can buy them. Well, I will tell you that I finally got some the other day at Jerry's grocery store on 50th. I was shocked. Leave it to Jerry's. To see them. Yeah. And I had to go to Amazon to get some. Wow. So it's not been easy. Okay. Well, I'm so sorry no. you've had so that. So maybe the store... Shift. Real carry I them. believe you that think? The, well, if the M and M store doesn't have your dark chocolate, then I don't know who will. will. So this is a large, um, you know, company store, uh, and it it's twenty four thousand square feet. It is the sixth in the world that they've opened. Don't they have one in New York? I feel like I sure. was in one in mm-hmm. New York. Yeah. Yep. Um, you can take a virtual tour online. If you go to mspmag.com, you'll see a story about it. And you can take a virtual tour of the store online if you're not quite ready to go there. Um, it's near the rotunda on the first level, which makes sense, kind of near yeah. the Bloating Universe and all that. Oh, they're going to um, do but, fine. But that's a fun one. And Mall of America, that's exactly the kind of place that yeah. it should be, right? Yeah. So I'm sure you can do, you know, custom and, and kind of all things all things M and M. Will they carry other um, candy besides M and M? Yeah, I mean it's all because they're owned by right uh, Mars. Mars, yeah. yeah. So yes, I, there'll be some other stuff too. Um, then couple other announcements. Oh, Warby Parker. Warby Parker's opening they're in opening America. America. Yeah. You know the funny thing what is, what happened to them being strictly online? That kind of went by the wayside. Well, I mean, when they first opened, that was the whole idea. Right. Well, it's been a while, but this is yeah. what this has been the pattern of D to C 
brands, direct to consumer brands. Um, they get successful, and then their Only fans are like, "Well, we want to, we want to touch and feel the product. We want to try them on. We want a store experience." And so yeah. they realized they needed to open stores and with eyeglasses. I think that's really so. They've a got smart their move. store in the North Loop. They've got their store at the Galleria. Yeah. They were talking. I remember back when they first opened their pop up in the Asco Finlayson store in the right. North Loop. Oh, sure. I remember talking to the co-founders then, and they Mall of America was certainly on their radar, and they were you know looking at it even back yeah. then. So this makes sense. So they are going to be opening a store at Mall of America, and again, I think the the best news is just that. Brands are opening People stores. Are opening. People yeah. are looking at these spaces. They want to be yep. in the Twin Cities, and they're they're coming back. Yep. Um, and then there's another opening. Another opening. Wait, another there was show. one other. Uh, I'll find it. Well, I'll find I, it. There there's... was. Oh, I know what it is. It's another. Um, it's kind of a streetwear brand, locally owned. This is a brand that came out of Community Commons, like we've talked about yeah. for the love, and we've talked about um, Fabulous Diva Boutique. There's another brand called Urban 29, Urban 29, and they are having a grand opening. They, too, have now gone from Community Commons at Mall of America to their own storefront. And, and so what do they carry? What kind of? Fashion, streetwear, street- you know, I mean, just kind of casual. Men cool. and women? Um. I think it's more men's. I'm not 100%. I'll see if I can find out. Okay. But they're having their grand opening today, so you could just oh. go and check it out. Okay. How about that? Um, meanwhile, a Target, not to be, you know, left behind. Forgotten. Yes. Not to have a week where we don't have some no. sort of Target news. They have, they have a new collaboration with Christopher, John Rogers, Alexis, and is it Rixel? R-I-X-O is the other brand. They just released uh, on Thursday their full lookbook. They have a spring designer dress collection. They are fabulous, to at least the pictures mm-hmm. make them look absolutely fabulous. Yeah. Um, and John Rogers said during an interview, he said, I got the most messages on Instagram that I've ever gotten in one day when people saw this 70-piece collection wow and lots of really bright color fun summer dresses i mean it just you look at these and it makes you feel positive about things mm-hmm. um the dresses are all sized extra extra small to 4x and all under 60 dollars wow and there you can buy them starting may 16th i was just gonna say yeah they're not yeah. out quite yet no may 16th but you can look at the lookbook you can so, and it's and it's a really cool digital lookbook online, too. Yes. They have, if you go to the Target website, you'll see right on the front page, there's a whole section for it. And you click on it, and the models dance and move. Yeah, and no. And I mean, they, the whole I don't, you know, sometimes I feel like I see some of those things, and when you see them in person, you're a little disappointed. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. There's an awful lot of them that look really cute and great you know, for summer. Rick's, and it tells about the designers too. Yeah. Um, and Rixo is actually two best friends. It's yeah. two women. Um, their names are Henrietta Ricks and, and Orahai McCloskey. Orha? It's O-R-L-A-G-H. Or, 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 Orla. 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 McCla- Sorry, I'm, yeah. I, I don't have my glasses yeah. on and I thought it was Well, oh, you should wear your glasses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Rixo, it born out of a deep passion for vintage design, art, and culture. Yeah. This is certainly in keeping with the whole kind of more is more, more pattern, more fun, yep. more color in our wardrobes. And um, and then 
um, just to not forget the babies, mm-hmm. they have a new diaper brand at Target mm-hmm. called Millie Moon. Oh, my God. And, you know, I mean, who knew? You know, I guess we're designer sort of diapers. That. Designer diapers. I am so glad I'm but, beyond that yes. stage. Um, luxury collection of diapers and wipes. At everyday prices. So. Why would somebody want to buy designer diapers? Well, if you can get them, maybe if they're really good. Uh-huh. And I, why do people want to buy designer things? I at mean, all? are they? Do they have patterns on them? Um, or well, let's see. I mean, they, this among is just the like things, a status symbol. All, designer diapers. When when you get them, uh-huh. they are going to be giving back a portion of the proceeds. Mm-hmm. So to a literacy, uh, an early literacy nonprofit, reach out and read company. And along with that, at the beginning anyway, they are going to be having a book that that is going to come with each carton that you buy that has an original bedtime story. So because they're they're fostering the whole importance of, you know, early literacy. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to be very absorbent diapers and I guess, you know, the they are I don't know. People like the idea of why do people buy honest diapers? You know, the Jenna, um, Jessica Alba I don't know. brand. Yeah. I well, use Pampers. Contemplate that. <laughs> we'll take a quick break. When we get back, it's time for Whose Look Is It Anyway? That's next. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. It is time to talk fashion let's analyze the looks from every angle and let's ask ourselves whose look is it anyway if she's wearing that outfit it's time for the shop girls to ask can i ask you something whose look is it anyway what do you got mom well, I think that one of the things that I was interested in, I saw this article in InStyle about all of the waist down fashions, mm-hmm. because as we are leaving our homes more, it's good to put a bottom on. <laughs> I always yes. feel, you know, before actually down, leaving the house. Yeah, put a bottom on. Um, and there's some really cute things that they're showing. And I think that... Part of the reason is because we have not shown that part of our body in so long, there are a lot more fun kind of things. I think between not being out and also it being spring and summer when we tend to wear yep. more of that kind of thing. Big coming out party. Yeah. So one of the looks are, they said that we're going to see a lot of are whimsical prints. And they showed pants that are really like some that look almost marbled. Or have graphic designs on them, lots of elaborate patterns. Mm-hmm. I think you know, for casual, I think that's kind of fun. Do you like that or not? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, um, I, I'm all for it. I mean, I think, you know, I mean, I think that some of these like really wild, funky pieces and prints are probably not going to have the longest shelf life. No, but I think for summer, yeah, and, you know, I, I don't think I would invest, you know, great. A great deal of money, but I don't think all of these things have to be expensive either. Right. I love this other um, pant that they show. They said a lot of bottom of the leg details. I like that too. Isn't that cute? Mm-hmm. They're so, a pair of like, want to describe yeah. pull on, mm-hmm. and they're wider. They end above the ankle, mm-hmm. and it's a solid kind of lavender color on top. But then on one, well, I don't know if it's on both legs. On one leg, it's a big, um, like a salmon color. The lower half is salmon color with a big 
polka dot in the yeah. middle. The other leg is like aquamarine. So that there's a lot going on. I actually you know. just want this jumpsuit, I think. I, is, oh, it's a jumpsuit. Yeah, I was thinking it was is, a top and bottom. No, no, this is one piece. Well, but I here, don't think it's too, I mean, it's a, it's $128. No, I know, I'm going to look. I mean, here. I think it's I, adorable. Here's what I like about this. I think some people shy away from wearing pattern on the bottom. They're afraid it's going to make their hips look big or that it's just oh, like this too much. lower. Yes, this yes. is kind of the perfect compromise. So right. you get the solid color to your knees and then you've got this surprising pop that nobody would see on zoom no exactly <laughs> unless you stand on a chair during True. zoom True. i think that's really fun yeah um fringe and playful trim and they show some jeans with a fringe bottom not my favorites you don't like fringe well sometimes and in some place i just didn't love this pair of jeans Okay. Of course, they're four hundred and ninety-eight dollars too. So Take I really don't like. Take them. a pass. And how do you wash those? Very carefully. Yeah, one no. strand at mm-hmm. a time. Mm-hmm. I did see a cute pair. Um, they weren't jeans. They were white pants with a scalloped edge bottom. Yeah, and uh, a shorter length. And I thought that was fun. Then there's asymmetrical designs. Um, not big on this either. No. Okay, it's, so picture this. This is not, it's one thing to do like a high-low skirt where it's like higher in the front, lower in the back. Yeah. That can be, it's a little dicey, but it can be cute oh, yeah. at times. I think so. How about higher up on the right side, lower down on the left Shorter side? Shorter so skirt it, on one side, longer on the other. Just like looks you like you, ex- you didn't either have enough material to make a whole skirt, so you put two of them together? It literally looks like two different skirts. Pattern yeah. on one side, solid on the other, long on one side, short on the other. No, I'm saying a hard no. no to this. I mean, I've seen skirts that are an asymmetrical hem. Also, and that's this one okay. is $790 yeah. from See, Isn't Marnie. that good that we don't like the expensive ones? It really, <laughs> it it really comes is in wonderful. very handy and, when we don't like it. And shoes mm-hmm. uh, will probably have more detail. They say there are going to be a lot of platforms and lace-up details not something i would be wearing Hmm. but um they're interesting looking i don't know i mean yes i i can i mean that's not that big of a departure from what we've been doing and i have seen a lot of the thicker stacked heels but i think a lot of women are sticking with their sandals and flats and flats and tennies we it is a big change i mean everybody's been wearing tennis shoes yeah um I like this. Tears, ruffles, and volume hide so many sins of eating from the <laughs> pandemic. And they show a very cute dress that is um, has like th- a three-tiered ruffled skirt. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my goodness. $37. Ooh, Who can go wrong? Like that. Mm-hmm. Even if you wear it once. Yeah. And buckles and chains. I hope you wear it more than once. Well, yes. I was I was being facetious. Yes, yes. Um, and then there's a, buckles and chains on shoes, and there's a... A, like a ballet flat with a gold kind of chain that's across cute. the that's instep. That's a cute way of updating your uh, basic Yeah, and that's flat. from aerosol detail. Mm-hmm. For $77. Neons and brights, I don't think that's that new. We've been seeing neons, but I think everybody... Every few years we talk about yeah. neons being a big thing. But and yeah, I think, I think that's bright fun. colors, you know, after coming out of this, I think that's just a natural. Mm-hmm. And also the idea of standout shapes, having pants that are fuller. Mm-hmm. Um Sequins, I'm not going to be going there. No? No. You don't want a daytime sequin? No, I don't want sequins. But I think those (laughs) are some kind of, you know. What's your problem with sequins? They're nice for dress up. I just am not 
real big on them. Just- the idea, the whole like daytime sequence thing just brings me right back to Jenna Lyons and her heyday yes. and J. Crew. Yeah. And, you know, putting a sequence skirt with a denim shirt and yeah. mixing I'm it I'm not going to do it. That's not you. Okay. Okay. So here's the other trend that I am not a real big fan of. Okay. Boleros. Yeah. So it's hard to even explain the idea, but they're saying like you might be wearing a halter top but it's still a little chilly because it's spring. And so these are like, they're almost, you could call them arm warmers because they're long sleeve, but then they are just really short, like a shrug. Like they showed some with a halter top and it's just long sleeves and it buttons like at your neck. So there's skin showing between the bolero and what you have under it. I would yeah. say no. I mean... It's kind of ridiculous. This is like you really want to. I mean, I guess if you're wearing a sleeveless top or a little, you know, halter top over like bras. Yes. Yeah. That you just love and you don't want to cover it up, but your arms are cold. Then this would make sense, I guess. I guess. Or you just want to show off your figure. I don't know. Or you want people to talk or whatever. Uh, Yeah. I'm not so into it. No. Not my favorite. I'm not going to buy any boleros. Okay, are you ready to go back to tall Ugg boots? Well, no, because I never went to them to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really not. But apparently that's a thing. Yes. That's coming back. Making a big comeback. The The return of the tall Ugg. The minis were out there for a while. In fact, we talked about them, I think, a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. A lot of the models were, were wearing those. But now, at least it would seem that Gigi Hadid mm-hmm. was wearing the classic uh, tall boots. Yep. Everybody's going up. Absolutely. <laughs> That's the way to do it. I hope she's happy in them. Okay, we'll be back and take your questions. We'll talk shop. We're going to take you on a goop cruise and so much more. Don't go away. More shop girls after the news.